Today we just have a free for all podcast like we didn't really we don't really have a topic but we have something in mind for you guys and I I enjoy those podcasts where we just literally start talking deep stuff and you know give our advice on things and I'm just you know we're just gonna have to go for it today on the podcast I, I guess I'm in a really good mood so I'm just ready to talk about anything. Guys, if you're if you really want to be in a good mood, go dancing. I think dancing is amazing. And yeah, I guess I'm starting off with the randomness that, that we're supposed to be doing today. Even though I oh, know we're I'm sure. gonna end up trying to make it structured. But I just wanted to sit out. Say that because I'm just happy. It's so funny you're saying that because I remember like, you know, when you graduated high school and, you know, I was in ninth grade. So you went off to college and I was by myself. And one of my favorite things to do when I was by myself throughout those four years, I think it was four years, I would listen to music and dance alone in my room. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was just... You never told me you did that? I did that. Like I was literally the only child for four years and it was just like... It was just so weird because I'm like, damn, my sister's not here. And I would like literally come home from school, put on my music. I would listen to Eminem, Rihanna. I would listen to (laughs) um, David. I think his name was David Beckham. But like Mm -hmm. I would literally like think about crushes (laughs) that I had on boys. Like I would literally have a whole like fantasy and I'll just dance the night away. Like it was just it put me on such like a better mood. Because now I'm curious. I had I so like I many crushes. I knew you had a lot of crushes because I, I remember one in particular, but I want to know, like, <laughs> who were you thinking about? Girl, stop. Like, you don't want me to um, reveal my crushes. Okay, fine. You're right. Well, I don't well, I don't mind, to be honest. Like, you know, I think you have an idea of all my crushes. I do. If you do, I want you to just say, okay, I had literally, I would say I felt like I had three I crushes. One. I remember one. I don't remember the other two. Okay, just tell me like the one, the first one. A description. Uh very Maybe handsome. Not a descri- okay. Very handsome. I think a little chocolatey gentleman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't believe you remember. I remember <laughs> that one particular because even I feel like I liked him for you too, oh! but That would have been a great, but I know he was an SDA, so it wasn't gonna work. Oh my god, you really remember? (laughs) But it felt like, oh my god, but then again, he's a nice person, so oh my gosh, I was you're blessed with my brother in law is amazing, so it is, yes, he is, yes, he is. (laughs) But it's so funny, I can't believe you remember my crush, like it was really a real crush. I know, I remember it. That's wild, because it's it's like. 
did you even make a move? I don't think you would have never made a move. I would have never made a move. Like, I felt like that person would have never known I had a crush on them. I know. Like, even now never. we're talking about it, people are going to be like, what in the world are they? Like, and it's so funny. I would literally, like, the people I didn't really like, I was more bold with flirting with them versus, like, someone I actually liked. Yeah, I think it's so. If like I flirted that. with you when I was in high school, just know I wasn't really into you at all. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's so funny. Somebody else told me something like that. I forgot, but somebody else told me that when they, when they like, flirt with somebody, they don't mm-hmm. really like them. It's when they really like the person, they don't really know how you to You can't flirt even with be them. yourself around yeah. them. You're, like, so uncomfortable. That's so and funny. It, it's just, like, when they actually just touch you and you're, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Have you ever had a crush, though? Like, you never yeah, had those of moments? Course. Of course I had those crushes, but I never had... Because, you know, I was a weird tomboyish kind of girl. Yes, you <laughs> I used to kind of, like, not hate boys, but, like, be disgusted mm-hmm. with them. So Me it's like, too. That's why I love my crush. Because just, like, he was just so not, like, into, The regular like, boys. He yeah. was not a regular boy, like, to, yeah. like... How would you say that? Sumun. But, like, yeah. Su- yeah. Sufi. Like, oh, We're Haitian, so we're going to be yeah. using those Haitian terms. Sumun <laughs> mean, like, when somebody's, like... Uh, too friendly and, too, like, too girl-hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're too girl thirsty. starving. Yeah, too girl star like you thirsty. Yeah. I didn't like men that were thirsty. I like men but that just doesn't would... necessarily mean thirsty though. It, it, it kinda means mean, like, friendly. It means no, it, it's a Overly. bad connotation though. I forgot the word. That's so true. It's a bad connotation. So it's not like when somebody tells you sumun, it's not a very nice thing to say to you. That's it's like true. somebody that's always in your face. I think that's how I could describe no, it. Somebody but that's it... always in people's face. Overly friendly. Sumi. Yeah, overly no friendly balance. is not bad, though. I think it's just... Oh, that's true. Overly friendly even sounds like, oh, my God, they're just friendly. But in, I don't know. Maybe maybe that is right. But when I think about it, I'm just like somebody that's always in your face. That sounds more like that's bad, true. you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's like somebody that's, like, somebody that's thirsty. Like, hella thirsty for... Yeah, but I don't then, know. They could be sumun, but not thirsty They're invading like, your privacy invading your know. space yeah maybe Somebody that is a better description yeah yeah but like who 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 did you have a crush i know on it was barely anyone because i was i feel like you never had a crush on I someone did, i never i feel like you people know, had a crush you on only me. had a crush on someone when you were in like elementary school yeah exactly that was like i know and i, I think i remember older, your first crush i remember him <laughs> Do yeah, you I remember? I think so. We were in Haiti. Haiti. That was in Haiti. That was the only crush that I ever had. Only crush. That was the had. only crush I had. Yeah, you're that right. is right. Does he? He used to play soccer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. That's the only crush I had. That ever was had. the that was only funny. real crush he had. That's crazy. That's wow. Because this people, is cool. This is like, yeah. It's funny growing up. Like you kind of like yeah. reminisce about the the old days when you. Like what you, you are just you young know, like and naive and young and naive and you're just like, oh my gosh, love. What is love? <laughs> right. <laughs> what like, is love? Now we're all grown and married and it's like, yeah, oh. I really didn't understand the it's whole funny, love. Did you ever think about getting married? I didn't even think about that. No, when I, was little, I didn't think this, about we were very tomboys. Like yeah, we, we didn't never care. thought about we didn't, that. We didn't stuff. think about, I can't wait to have a baby. baby I can't wait to be married. married. We yeah. never thought of those things at all. I know. 
because know. I hear kids saying like they dream about their wedding, wedding days, day, and we were preparing. one of those people that never did. <laughs> I f- I feel like maybe sometimes in life when you want something so badly. Then it almost feels like you're waiting long for it. Girl, when for you it. You really don't want it, or when you really weren't putting your mind or your mind to that thing and it just comes naturally to you. That I don't is know. Maybe, crazy maybe that, that you say this thing. because it is a real thing. Because we always think about being successful in career wise, me and you. Not that we're not successful in our career. But I feel like, like it came harder for us. I felt like it was more of a challenge for more us. A like, challenge. It's like a harder journey, but like marriage came like too easy. That's true. Yeah, I get it. That is so true. That it's is so, so true. It's so <laughs> it's like we have to work for those to things. Work like, so hard you know, for Yeah, for but with want, some yeah. women, they're literally like been preparing themselves to be wives and yeah. been preparing themselves to get married and have yeah. been dreaming about it cannot wait for that day right we never right. had those moments and it, yeah. it seemed like it came too easy for us so that goes to which say i'm sometimes. i guess we're thankful we should yeah. be thankful for that because yeah you know yeah i think so i think also that goes to say just embrace your journey. Like, I feel like embrace yes. your journey no matter what stages it is in life. Eventually, you know, you might feel like you want something so bad right now. And mm-hmm. then God is trying to teach you patience and he's trying to teach you something mm-hmm. else before it can actually happen for you. So yes. I think that's basically it is. It's like, and try not to think about something you want so much so that you can give it time to come to you naturally. Yes. Kind of like a reverse psychology to it. It's you know? so weird. Like I, I'm so um. What they call that? Is it superstitious? Superstitious. Because you yeah, always I believe am a... if you say something out loud, it's not gonna happen. Yes. <laughs> you think about something, and you like, oh, let, let me not say anything to anybody because it's not gonna happen. Yes. Or like I, I, I have that, to though. think. I'm a very superstitious when 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 it comes to those things. I don't know why, but it just keep happening that way. That's why I'm like, I usually I test my superstitions. Do? I don't know. Yeah, I test it out. How? I, I How be testing it out. That? You just like purposely do it so you can see if that thing actually do, happened and do it doesn't. Have, do you have like an actual testimonial? Not a word. I don't feel like sharing, okay, but I have. I have tested out before. Okay. But yeah, going back to our, our crush and you loving to dance and how it makes you feel really good. Yes. So I would definitely have somebody like, I would definitely go and take some dance classes. I just love to dance and I mm-hmm. haven't done it in a while. And mm-hmm. today, I mean, I guess this is what's on my mind. And I was just mm-hmm. thinking, Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful when you can just be free and live yes. life and just be joyous in the moment that you're in. Yes. And a lot of changes has been happening in my life and I haven't really taken a, time to like sit back and we're enjoying it you know Mm -hmm. i've been go 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 but it's like just sit back and enjoy life you know enjoy the little moment and i literally just got up it's so random but i feel like i should tell people to go dance to that song it's called this year by emily king and i literally just listened to it i was watching it just like that and i heard it and i was like okay i'm definitely gonna go and dance to that song so i went downstairs and i just started dancing literally by myself like just dancing it away and i felt so good oh don't you can't put too much of it yeah yeah you can't put it too much remember you cannot play too much on the podcast yeah it was like literally two seconds (laughs) but but, um, oh it's good 
It's really good. And just like it. that. It's such a good show, man. Yeah. Okay. So since we were talking about and just like that, I, I've watched the entire um season two I'm on, and i'm, I'm gonna give you a season. scenario like i'm not trying to like really spoil it i'm not gonna Don't really tell you who I'm, I'm but at the i do i want to give you a scenario the, she got condom i'm at the part i'm telling you where i stopped so you won't mess it up for me i'm at the part where she <sighs> got condom for her daughter because i really want to talk about that part okay we can talk about it as a mother when it comes to sex because you know we are gonna be in a different generation and we're not moms yet and, you know, we don't know, yeah. you know, if God wants us to be moms, we will be mom. It's not something that we are, we've ever dreamed of being. But if it's God's will, it will happen because we wouldn't well mind said, being mom. Well said. <laughs> yeah. So if you were a mom, would you prefer, you know, teaching your kids to like stay completely away from sex until they're married? Or would you like advise them to, but if they are interested would you tell them to like, hey, make sure you use protection or kind of like teach them the entire, you know, rundown, give them a good rundown of how sex work and then tell them, make them feeling comfortable enough showing them that, hey, if you ever feel like the, the urge to have sex, make sure you just use protection. Like, would you be that kind of mom uh, that allow that allow pretty was- much your kids to open up to you? About okay. those things. So honestly, I was watching the episode and I'm mm-hmm. like, what in the world is happening right now? But in, at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I kind of admired how she was there for her as a mother. Because mm-hmm. those kind of things, as much as we want to stop our kid from doing them, they're going to do it regardless. Behind if, your back. Well, behind your back. And I think it's, I would have rather be present as a mom, even though it's so uncomfortable and it's hard reckoning to Mm -hmm. see that your daughter just deciding when she has sex and you cannot have Mm -hmm. really much a say in it. Because if you try to be too, like, I don't think she wants her daughter to go out there and have sex, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's just like, she wants to be present and it's like, she didn't even want to go get the condom, but look what her daughter said. Oh, I guess we know we heard about the pullout game. We researched <laughs> it, so we'll we'll try that. And she had to run in the freaking snow to get um, to, to get that condom for her. But I'm going. That's going back to say, although like my morals and values, um, mm-hmm. the way I was brought up, and mm-hmm. from my Christian perspective, I'm only speaking yeah. from a Christian perspective here. I, I feel like most parents, most, by the way. Oh, they are Jewish, by the way. That is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, So from a Christian perspective, I want to be able to instill those same values that were instilled in me to wait before marriage, to wait to have sex, um, to wait to have sex mm-hmm. before, um, after marriage. Yeah, after marriage. Yeah, after marriage. <laughs> I was, I was so before confused. marriage. I know. I was so to wait before to marriage. have sex before marriage. Huh? No. To, to have I sex guess. after marriage. After marriage. Yeah. So um, I wanted to kind of like, I want to instill that in my kids. Mm-hmm. But I, even though I do want to instill that in my kids, at the same time, I just want to also educate them ab- about sex and letting them know how to mm-hmm. be cautious when it comes to sex and what sex is really like. Giving them mm-hmm. the b- b- biblical perspective as well as the worldly perspective of it. And well, so make I- him understand, yeah. you know, like the things that they watch on TV and stuff like that. So it's like, 
I just think as parent, we need to do a better job as educating our kids because they're going to learn these things anyway. I'm not a parent. <laughs> you act yet. like you are a parent. I know, <laughs> but I feel like, that. I know, I know. I said as a parent. I'm not as a parent yet, but I feel like I'm learning that maybe mm-hmm. when I become a parent, I would have to find ways to navigate that conversation with my kid, my child, mm-hmm. and have them learn things from me in a better perspective rather than letting them just learn it from the world and them going behind my back. Now, would I go out there and just give my daughter condom? I don't know. I I can't speak on that because I'm not a parent yet, but it's just like, uh, I I would feel so uncomfortable. Like, tell me your thoughts. It's so confusing to me. Like, I, I would feel weird just going to tell my daughter, here, go, go have sex. So mom and dad, they never had those conversations with us. They just told us, hey, as a young lady, this is how they told us. Mm -hmm. Your your husband, your future husband will respect you more if you are not a woman that, you know, went around. Mom mm-hmm. used to always tell us that. But Mom not used everybody to tell- who has sex before marriage went around. No, I'm just, she was saying, oh, so, like, oh, sorry, keep general. going she around. Like, it, because, you're like, in her head, she's like, you don't know who's going to be your last boyfriend or boyfriend, last girlfriend. Because yeah. mm-hmm. mom never had a problem with us having any boyfriend. Dad did. Yeah. But it's just like her telling us that it's like, you don't really know who's going to be your last boyfriend. So imagine you have sex with everyone you think is going to, like, is your boyfriend. Yeah. Like your future husband will not respect you the same and will not see you the same. Yeah. So the the type of value I feel like they instill in us is like us as a woman, we wanted yeah. to feel so respected so yeah. much that we're like, yeah, we're not doing that. But she yeah. never really, really teach us about sex and how it works and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think like I will also like kind of like, you know, um, instill those type of value that mom did. Um, if I do have kids, I will instill those type of value to my kids about like respect as a woman, mm-hmm. like, you know, not letting someone take away your agency and having the, the, um, how would I say this? Having the control to like mm-hmm. over how you feel when it comes to sex mm-hmm. and like making sure I feel like because we, I don't know how to say this without being like a little bit judgmental. I know, I know. It's so weird to talk about sex because it's just like, it's not something people should be embarrassed about. But like, I feel like us kind of like not going around as a, like when we were younger or having sex with multiple people, whatever. Having sex at all before marriage, actually. I feel like, yeah, basically I feel like men saw us different. Mm. I don't know how many times a man came to like me or mm-hmm, to my mm-hmm. spouse and say like, nah, she was a good girl. Right. And when right. they're saying that, it means mm-hmm. like, nah, this woman is a woman you cannot just do anything with. Right. It's a woman you should respect. Exactly. It's so weird how even men sees sex and value it in such way. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this one, she was a good girl. You you ain't never gonna hear any story about her like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Literally, mm-hmm. we went to a party of our friend thirtieth yeah. party, and two boys literally said that to yeah. Bruno like, "Oh yeah, these girls, me yeah. and you, like they were a good similar girl, good girl, similar experience, good girl." And it's like everywhere I go, basically, even with conversation that I have with guys when I was younger. They literally approached me as like, okay, I can see you are a good girl. Like, meaning like they test, they test the, 
they test everything with us mm-hmm. and then they realize that no 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 like she's someone that we need to respect right so like those type of thing that mom literally said to us mm-hmm. they were really true yeah so is. i feel like that really kind of helped us to kind of like maintain herself and try to like wait for marriage i'm not saying that people who don't wait for marriage i don't want to say that like you know they're seen as someone who don't respect himself but it really helped in a way it really approached how guy really saw us Mm -hmm. and this is how i approached it because Mm -hmm. um we obviously got that from our parents and the values that we got from our parents and we actually mm-hmm. kind of like they were beat they beat it down to on us so we actually received it but for me even for mm-hmm. me like i looked at sex as something that i was afraid to give that part of myself to someone because i would be so attached to them once it happened and mm-hmm. i wanted to protect myself so aside from the biblical perspective of not doing yeah. it I also did it from the just a regular view perspective and the emotional attachment that it comes with, the spiritual Mm. attachment that it comes with. All of that play a factor in me wanting to wait for my husband because I was like, yo, I can feel all this right now, but if I don't have the discipline to stop myself, then Mm. what happened is if something doesn't work out between me and this person, then I'm left with this burden i'm I've, i'm left mm. with this part of me that i feel like i just gave away that i feel like i can never give back and i'm not saying that's mm-hmm. not true because obviously if, if somebody else did ha- you know have that yeah. part of them given to somebody else they can always come back and just you know like you know just talk to god and reconsecrate themselves or they can just be like it didn't bother me that much like i'm fine yeah. you know like that's yeah. them and the way that they grew up yeah but for like, me like <clears throat> i felt like i wouldn't be able to feel okay with myself i would feel so much hmm. so much like pain i, would, I would feel like i've lost something would you not would you see it as like the christian guilt because a lot of maybe. people don't see it that That's way true. to be maybe honest it's, maybe it's and not it's not even guilt. like a lot of but people think, because even christians myself. even christian women don't see it like that like yeah but i don't think it's the christian have, guilt I don't think it's the question okay. because a lot of people. I think Christians it's a you do, thing. It's a me thing. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't feel like that would have been my reason because I don't I don't feel like I get attached to anything. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Exactly. I feel like I would get attached because attached. I'm very uh-huh. like, I'm emotional, even though mm-hmm. I'm not at the same time because I look like I'm hardcore on the outside, like all the time, just like straight up mm-hmm. beat no bs like i don't get attached in yeah, terms yeah, yeah. Of like you used to whatever. beat up people for me it was exactly amazing. like i'm i'm that tough cookie but at the same time yeah. i feel like that part of me that's like if i let you in in because i don't let people in so if i let mm-hmm. you into that level then you must be really special kind that's of how of i thing. feel it that's like if you, me if you're that special, that's how i see it you know what mm-hmm. i mean if i let you in in that way you must have you be ever heard really important yeah basically have you ever heard of a kim kardashian say it said it you don't put a sticker on a ferrari that's how i viewed my body like you Mm. don't just let anyone in yeah exactly so basically i literally viewed my body like to a high standard call me crazy call me delusional (laughs) but like that's how i felt i'm like um yeah not anyone gets to go in like yeah it has to be like top tier i have to make sure that this is someone i can trust or this is someone i can see a future with exactly but you know sex is not like that for everyone it's really like it's for fun 
And it's just like, if you happen to have a daughter who doesn't right? see it. But is it right, though? You see, okay, is it this what's is, right? This is the problem I have sometimes with society. I feel like we are, are entitled to our opinions. We are entitled to our belief. We are entitled to the way that we feel. But I feel like mm. sometimes when we speak the truth about what we think is right for us, like, for instance, whatever we're saying right now, a lot of people would look at it like, this is not normal. What are they talking about? Like, what is this? Yeah, like, they about? would not agree think, with us at all. Do they and think, I don't want people to agree with us. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, do they think that because I have sex with whoever I, I want to have sex with? It's like, it's body empowerment. It's like woman power. Yeah, and, and people don't see sex that deep as well. You do have to understand that. No, or maybe they do see it as that deep, but they just don't care much about who they you do can't really do because tell they feel like them they how they feel about no, really... no, but but that's what I'm but that's what you're saying. You're saying that they don't see it as that deep. You don't know that mm-hmm. some of them can see it as that deep, but they just making a conscious decision to just want to, you know, give. They see it as pleasure, though. Yeah, they see it as pleasure and also as that deep. What do you mean by that deep? I'm meaning like you know how you're saying like how I was referring to like oh I see it as like my body I value it blah 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 some people like oh that's not that that. it's not that deep or you're like oh oh I would get attached or I would get attached Mm -hmm. and they're like "Mm, this is not that deep it's just like I just I have a need to satisfy and Mm -hmm. I just do it just to satisfy and Um, hey that's their life that's not mine so i'm sure do you boo boo if that works for you but i really it does it does work for them why are you saying like that like um girl yes it's been working for me it's been working for me i'm good i've been getting dicked down (laughs) exactly and they're like i got a wednesday appointment and and i love my wednesday appointment Yes. <laughs> yes. They be like Shaquan is so six I mean, inch. I really, I but really Mikey a sex expert about this. I wanna that would have be us, great. I want us to bring a, a, a sex expert. I think I know one. Um we've Mike Johnson was before. one. Oh, we didn't really we have didn't, that conversation with him, but we should have had him. Maybe because we just didn't feel comfortable talking about sex period. Yeah, not not with him when he just told us he just started becoming a sex coach or life relationship because I don't know. I just didn't think that would be appropriate. But to go Mm -hmm. back to what we're saying is that I honestly think that um, the level of spirituality that goes into sex is way Mm -hmm. deeper than one can even understand sometimes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so for the people that really do think it's not that deep, it is that deep. I just want to let you know it for is that you, deep. No matter bro. how much no, no matter how much you'd want to say it's not that deep, at the end of the day, we're all spiritual beings. And sexuality mm-hmm. it should is be deep. part of, you know, your spirit as it's part like it's literally part of your spirit because when you intertwine with somebody's somebody's body and fluids, mm-hmm. you also not you're not just you're doing sharing this. DNA. Physically. I it's don't know if just, you're sharing DNA, but you're sharing so much. It's, it's your it's a soul tie people don't know that it's a real soul tie that you are not aware of because we are more spiritual than we are physical so all of that sensation you're feeling wait hold on we are more spiritual than we are physical yes okay so now i want to ask you that question Mm -hmm. do you feel like emotional cheating is worse than physical cheating yeah Auntie Bedlin and I had that conversation. What did she say? She she said emotional cheating is worse. Emotional cheating is worse, yeah. If you really think about it deep enough. Because, 
because she's feel like sex is just sex meaning like it's not that deep as well no so because what happened is is that sex i feel like they're equal they're you know what that's a good that's a good example that's a very good answer too i think they're equal but i feel like if you want to look at the worst part of it I guess mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. They are equal. You know, I feel I like agree they're with equal. You. I'm, I agree with you. The reason why I'm saying I agree with you because now I'm understanding what, you know, like I'm like what I was even explaining earlier about the soul mm-hmm. tie. Even though you don't want to believe it or you don't want to know it or you don't want to mm-hmm. acknowledge it, you having <laughs> sex with somebody, you're still having some type of soul connection to them mm-hmm. without you knowing. So. Now, the reason why I was saying earlier before to say, okay, the emotional cheating could be worse is because mm-hmm. you're mentally thinking this person is the person you want to have that sexual relationship with or the person that you want to tell all your secrets to or the person mm. that you want to comfort you or the person that you, you know, because it starts you feel, there. You feel you more feel comfortable com- sharing your, sharing true, your self true self with that person. And that's why I think it's worse because th- at this point now, you, this person has your entire self. They okay. have your soul and they have your phys- you and they can have your physical aspect as well because it starts with the mind. So if you really want to think about it, the you wanting to have sex with that person also starts with the mind. And I know with guys, they might say, oh, we just want to have some sex. That doesn't mean we see you as your, our wife or somebody that we can talk to. Okay, my thing is like... But- you can emotionally cheat on your partner with someone of the same sex, though. And not be thinking about having sex. Do you understand what I mean? Mm. Because emotional cheating is really giving, like, the true who you are and being extra vulnerable with a person. Mm. You understand what I mean? Because, like, mm. let's say I'm married to someone and I don't feel like I can confide in that person. I don't feel like I can truly have conversation, share my deepest thoughts, share my deepest secret with them, mm-hmm. share how I feel. But then I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. where I feel more comfortable doing that, opening up. That's emotional cheating. Mm. But you don't want to have sex with that person. Mm. You have a very... Um... Ooh... I think that's yeah. a very different perspective. I actually never really thought about it like that because now that I think yeah. about it, it's like, but then again, wouldn't it, I feel like the cheating aspect comes into play when it becomes a romantic, romantic relationship. Yeah. Because now if it's a platonic relationship, some of us have better relationship with our best friends of same sex um, than our spouses or, or significant mm-hmm. others. So, in other way, I don't see it like that, only because I would think the cheating aspect of it is should be addressed to people mm-hmm. that are involved romantically. So, I would say it would be called emotional cheating when the person that you're sharing that closeness and that bond with is somebody mm-hmm. you kind of also see romantically. But how can you actually um, determine that? Because that person can say, like, no... They're just my best friend. You can't really tell if that person is really emotional cheating. So basically, no. you're saying you're basically saying an opposite sex cannot be best friend because you can't really tell if the person want to be physical. 
They're just literally expressing their deepest thoughts, their vulnerability but I feel to like an opposite sex. Can... But you can't really determine if they're literally wanting to yeah, be you physical. Can. You can. You can determine. Wait, what? I feel like you can determine if they if it is emotional cheating because in order for you to even know that is because you are going to discover that this person been doing this behind your back or this person been doing this with this person and not been sharing things with you or you can tell the difference in the way that they have their kind of intimacy so you will be able to see that you, in order for you to discover it is because well, you're, um, gonna, you're gonna discover it from whatever either they tell you or no, you find out yourself. no you're saying that okay you're saying that if it's the same sex and they're being intimate like they're sharing like emotional um how would I say that? Emotional, their emotional self, they're opening up to the same sex best friend. It wouldn't be considered emotional cheating. But you're saying that you'll be able to tell if it's the opposite sex? No. What I'm if they consider? You will know if it's, the only way you'll know if, if it's emotional cheating is if you know that they are attracted to that other person. Like if they, if you find out some way, somehow that they are attracted to this person and you find out that they've been talking to this person in a way that is not some, a way that they've been talking to you or comfortable talking to you. So you will, and that could happen with the same sex that can happen with the same sex. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. But the only way that the difference I'm saying, I get what you're saying, but I feel like what will make it, what will make the differentiation, the, what would differentiate the two yeah. is the cheating aspect, which makes it with somebody that you can see yourself romantically involved with. And the way you're going to know that they're going to be able to be romantically involved is by the level of attraction that this person would either explain to you or come out and say, yes, I am attracted to this person physically in a romantically way, in a romantic way. Or you figure it out yourself by them actually having an appropriate conversation with that person. And you will see that. That's what I mean. Okay. So basically, they would yeah. have to like... You won't know. Have, have, yeah. They will just have to flat out have like an inappropriate conversation with that person yeah. in order for you to know. You need to Not really like if they're sharing deep thoughts and, yeah. you know, vulnerability with that person. You can't really determine based on that. But if there's like a something in those messages that's alarming, meaning that's like, alarming. Yeah. Either even if it's because as a, a joke, because most time they they would do it as a joke. But if, if it's alarming, then it's literally hmm, that's an emotional cheating. Yeah, because I, I have a good scenario. OK, what is the scenario? OK, I have a friend of mine mm-hmm. um, who had a, a girl best friend mm-hmm. and that girl best friend was you know, in their life for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, that girl best friend actually had a boyfriend. But then who's, she who's girl would... best friend? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to follow you here. You have Okay, a so I have a guy friend who has a girl best friend. A guy friend who has a girl best friend. They literally... Okay, but the, the girl best friend has a boyfriend. Okay. But she feels very comfortable sharing personal information with her guy best friend, Mm -hmm. whether it's relationship stuff, Mm -hmm. whether it's like teasing stuff, basically that she considered that person as like a guy best friend. So she feels very comfortable sharing information about the 
you know, guy best friend. And she even jokes saying that, you know, you know what, if if I'm 30 and I'm and I'm not pretty much married, mm-hmm. I would, you know, end up with you. Like, mm-hmm. I would just go ahead and, and marry you because yeah. it, at this point, I'm 30. I should be getting married. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, in the meantime, they act, that person actually have a boyfriend. Would you consider that emotionally cheating? That she honest, was emotionally cheating? No, because she had that person in her life for a long time. But she needs to be careful because there has to be uh, set boundaries. Because she could make that joke with that person way before she had that boyfriend. So No, during during having the boyfriend. Well, she probably needs to cut back on that joke during the boyfriend situation because that will make mm-hmm. the person that she's with uncomfortable. If mm-hmm. you have, if she has a boyfriend, if the best friend already has a boyfriend, she needs to be very mm-hmm. careful how she moves and what she says with her, with her best friend of however years. Because mm-hmm. what happened is it's going to be her job to in place security in her boyfriend. Her her man could already be secure, but if she's giving him reasons to be insecure, then that's on her. Because she okay. understands the dynamic she has with her best friend. So she needs to be careful how she manages it. Because when you do have a man or somebody of the opposite sex that is your best mm-hmm. friend, it can get a little tricky if people don't set boundaries. And other parties will not uh-huh. be able to understand that dynamic because they weren't here for a long time. And if you feel mm. like your best friend is way more important than your significant other, then you need to rethink again because that significant other might not be as important to you as you think. Okay, what if the um, her significant other probably, let's say, saw those text message mm-hmm. and pretty much said like, you know what? I don't really feel comfortable. I understand you've had this friendship for a very long time and that's okay. Like I respect that. But me, I don't feel comfortable because it seems like I'm seeing all these other conversation and it's, it's inappropriate and it's kind of weird to like change and backpedal and reset boundaries. It's going to be awkward. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to remove myself. Okay. How do you feel like the um, the the person should choose? Like how how should they decide um, if her partner decides to step back? That's honestly, then he wasn't meant for her, because at the end of the day, he has the right to feel uncomfortable with whatever dynamic she um the girl has with her best friend because yeah, if she not everybody like it, it is going to come appropriate yeah. if he feels like it's not appropriate and he's not able to handle that that's on him because at the end of the day you don't want to be in a relationship with your partner doesn't trust you so if he mm-hmm. doesn't have that level of security and mm-hmm. that level of trust for you then it only is going to lead down to disaster down the line and if your best friend is way more than important um, for for you than the significant other your partner then your partner choose your best friend you, yeah you're gonna have to choose the best friend and move forward in life and actually marry him when you get 30 because that's the only <laughs> way because that's the only way because that's the but, only but you're, way but that's kind of tricky you're saying that the boyfriend actually should be okay with it or no, you're I'm saying, saying that, that the boyfriend the right should not to want to be okay with it is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. If okay. he's okay with it, then shoot, lucky you. You gotta <laughs> lucky, guy, you. lucky you. You're able to keep your guy best friend 
while you keeping your you know your main best friend and you, you were able, able to, to be emotional to, and and have those you have bond be, with two people yeah and also you have to be very careful because on the other hand Naika you find that significant other who will not say a word about being uncomfortable with it and they will move forward and then they watch you they watch you and then they realize you know what let me just do something on my own on the side let me do something on the side because it looks like that little relationship you're pretty occupied <laughs> over there it looks like you're pretty occupied you're pretty, pretty occupied, much so let me just go ahead and get and myself, enjoy myself busy, too. just in case you know this is this ain't what i thought it was <laughs> <laughs> you, you're so damn right you have those people who will be yeah. vocalized and be like hey i don't feel comfortable with it this is what i'm telling you mm-hmm. i'm not telling you have to choose but mm-hmm. i will remove myself if i have to mm-hmm. or you just have those people who will be quiet and be like you know what i'm gonna let you exactly but guess what I'm yeah. going to have mine on the, side mine too. on the side too. But the thing is, it's not even like that because obviously the so person weird. just have a best friend. So versus no, them, that a best friend probably... that's inappropriate. Nope. Yeah, but um, a best friend that's inappropriate. But then again, like, sometimes you get to like a level right. of comfort with yeah, some people that is, that is just like, it's inappropriate. It's just like, how do you backpedal? Yeah, that's true. That How do you backpedal from and, that? And that's and that's the thing is the inappropriateness comes from whatever their dynamic is. It's that long relationship that. when you have yeah. such long relationship and comfortability, whatever. I don't know. Now, how to, even uh, yeah, exactly. Such you comfort crazy, with someone. Maybe he would be even more comfortable when he when she say brother. Like he's like a little brother to me. But oh, no, I feel like they say like hey, no, nobody like no brothers no more. They be like brother, brother my. <laughs> You know Maybe how many men like, that I used to flirt with? I'm like, brother, because I'm like, ew. Please don't ever think of me in any way. You're my brother. Like, make it clear. <laughs> bro. Those bros, bros are not. Them. You bros I be bros zoning people, and it's st- oh, it doesn't always work. That's all I'm trying to tell you. It doesn't always work. Oh God! Them bros be like, "No, nah, you're not my real bro. Nigga, you ain't gonna bro. <laughs> you ain't my real sis. <laughs> you ain't my sister. We not from the same mother or the father. We so have to take that back. Period. <laughs> Period. Oh man. Well, I think we had a really cool conversation. <laughs> I think this was a very good topic, though. Yeah, I it want was. you guys we- to tell us. Send your send your little your comments. opinion. You know what? We never much. give them out our email if they wanted to reach out to us. If we know what that is. Do I do remember? I know. It's on podcast info dot at gmail.com. I think that's it's it. It's on podcast info at gmail.com. Not dot. I'm right? Yeah. It's on podcast info at gmail.com. At gmail.com. So that's if our- you have any scenarios or if you agree with us, can you just like email us, DM us, write us, tell us what you think. What would you have done with your kid? <laughs> about sex and what would you have done with you know your your friend or significant others but i think that was fun yeah it was any good. last thoughts Obel? it was a really good topic i think we should have more of those topics on here because i think it's fun talking about real life situations that we've been through yeah. and that our friends or people we know been through and give our like like a fresh perspective i'm not mm-hmm. an expert on relationship by all means but i will give you my Candid. how you would have handled things yeah i'll basically. give you my candid opinion of how i think i would view something yeah pretty but much I, I like this 
This was more fun. Yeah, for it me. was fun. This was it was fun really fun. Me. I knew you would enjoy it because you know you usually like, what do you have planned? If there's no plan, then I don't want to <laughs> do it. <laughs> I mean, guys, y'all could agree with me, right? I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to agree with me. I like to have of a course. plan for what I'm going to do. I know. We're well balanced because I'm like, let's wing it. I something know. great will but come you know out of it. What's something, well, you know what's so funny? <laughs> GV would think I'm like a winged person, and he's literally the t- me right now with you 10 times more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we always bring Guess balance what? to each other. That's, the funny thing is, when it comes to doing stuff in public, like where I know someone will see me, I cannot wing it. Not even a prayer. Not even <laughs> reading a scripture. So it's just like, I understand. Like, I can be that way yeah. when it comes to other things. Like, yeah. don't be like, oh, do the welcome. No, I cannot. I didn't prepare. I will not go up there and do it. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, when it yeah. comes to like having, like knowing that I can see the audience, that's when mm-hmm. I get afraid. But I can't see my audience. So I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I mean, I think the difference is that I love having this podcast because it just allows us to be us and free and say whatever we want. Exactly. And it's like the fact that we're not even advertising it, I, I don't care too. I don't. I, I low key just feel like someone will therapy enjoy for this. me. Mm-hmm. So if you heard us, you heard us. If you didn't hear us, <laughs> if you didn't find us, then you're all lost, my friend. And you know what I love about this? We can always have this memory together I know. I know like we'll remember what age we were when we were talking like this i know isn't it that so cool it's like a timeline it is i love it it's beautiful well, to have that it is it is well in that <laughs> note on, well, on yeah. that note <laughs> yes i think we're not airheads this time around because our last broadcast was horrible because we were both it tired. was sorry i mean it was fun I, I listened to it back it was fun but like we were airheads talking about the bachelor <laughs> i feel like the bachelor makes you have no brain cells um but- <laughs> wow Belle. but i'm ready to watch the golden bachelor the Golden bachelor now i think i'm gonna come with my nice little opinionated um okay scripts but i'm just kidding okay, <laughs> But I think I, we should. Maybe we I should. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this. Me too. On that note, if you're listening to us in the morning. Good morning. If you're listening to us at well, actually no, we said that too early. We're off. And we're off. <laughs> with Obel and Naika. And we're off with Obel and Naika. If you're listening to us in the morning. Good morning. If you're listening to us at night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Play getting validated, running that whole whip. Two fingers up, one down with my toes ten. Flewed out my boots, I'll put a cork in it. Love it when you be crying out when I'm cross-headed. I don't think